Welcome to Creative Abundance with Aubrey Westland. I'm Aubrey, your host. Over the past decade, I've ventured through the world of entrepreneurship, launching three businesses from the spark of an idea to thriving ventures. And now I'm eager to share those insights with you. Here, creativity and finance don't just coexist, they harmonize. Join me as we plant ideas, nurture dreams, and collectively harvest the riches of creative abundance. Cassie, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on today to pick your brain. You are an incredible Instagram expert, consultant, and social media manager for personal brands. But why don't I have you tell me a little more about what it is that you do? Yeah. So like you said, I'm a social media manager and strategist slash consultant, literally just, I just like to talk about social media. So whatever I can do (laughs) where I get to talk about that, then I'm down. And yeah, and I've been doing it now for about five years. Yeah, my biggest thing is just working with personal brands and beauty brands just because beauty brands are really fun. But personal Mm -hmm. brands, meaning just anybody that's the face of their brand and just helping them like extract their story and like peel back the curtain so that people can feel like they're part of a community and people can feel like they like know and trust a brand yeah absolutely I mean I I tell people this all the time but I always hire people that I feel like I could be friends with and I'm sure other people are that way too and so it's like so necessary to I think infuse that into our brands and a lot of listeners on this podcast are photographers, designers, like personal brands, but also creatives that are like providing a service in some way. Yeah. And I know like back when I was a full-time photographer, I had a really hard time. Like I just wanted to hide behind my work. And I think a lot of photographers can relate to this. It's like We're doing what we love and we don't want to have to be bothered by like the marketing of ourselves. Like, I think that can be a really big challenge, but you just, I feel like you make this look so effortless. So do you think you could give us some tips, like how, you know, how to go from like being behind the camera to being in front of it and like maybe some baby steps for like sharing our personalities and like infusing that more into our creative brands. Yeah, I have so much I could say on this. So, I mean, the first thing to know is that I appreciate you saying that it looks effortless because (laughs) it was not, ironically, it was not easy for me to put myself on my own social media or to put my business on Instagram. I did social media management for about four years without ever posting about it anywhere I didn't put on my stories I never I never advertised it I never you uh, must be really good at it then (laughs) because I feel like I mean I I don't think that it's necessary that like a social media manager has to have like a big following to prove that they can do that you know for their or like to prove what they can do for their clients but yeah I think like just the fact that you're able to do that and get like referrals I'm guessing is like shows that you're really good at what you do (laughs) thank you 
Yeah, I mean, like all my first clients were just people I knew or people that knew those people. And actually, like, it's kind of just maintained to be about that way, where like, I've only up to this point had two full-time social media manager clients who didn't know me prior to working with me, but everybody else is like, I talked to so-and-so and blah, 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 or whatever. So, but my point is like, it was not easy for me once I like made the active choice to like, okay, I, I just like knew it was my next step. I'm like, I need to start posting about my business on Instagram. And how am I going to go about that? I don't know. Ironically, you would think that like I would just intuitively understand and that I would just like do it. But I like mm-hmm. was so I was so scared. I seriously was so scared. Like a few years ago or maybe like a couple years ago, I had a client who asked me if I would do a live with them on Instagram. And I made it like this whole ordeal. I like was so nervous. Like the whole day I was like, having armpit sweats because I was no, so scared no. about it. So anyway, my point is like, I understand completely wanting to feel or feeling like it's like, it's really scary to like put your face on your brand more. Yeah. And it's really scary to like let people in and like open the curtain a little bit. So I get that. <laughs> but I mean, what I would say is like, I don't know, like you, how do I say this? Like, so, I mean, years ago, you didn't need to do that, right? Like in 2011 through like, I don't know, 2016, 2017, like you, it wasn't necessary. Like you could just post your photos. You could just post your videographer, video, whatever, like, or your artwork or whatever it is that you do. And people didn't really need to see you necessarily. That's a really good point. Yeah, like it was all about like the photos and there weren't a lot of people that were like putting themselves out there the way that we all do today. Right. And I feel like the people that did do that early on are the people now that like a lot of us look up to because it's like, whoa, like, you know, like they understood something before the rest of us did and like... Mm -hmm. But yeah, like it's like we didn't need to previously. I work with a lot of hairstylists and like years ago, it was just like before and afters of hair. And I remember even that being challenging for hairstylists of like, oh, like, like I can't just do hair now. Like I can't just do photos now. Now I have to like post about it. Now I have to like advertise my work. Like, so I remember that being a thing. And then it's like over time, I think what has happened and there's a a lot of reasons for this, but one of the things that has happened is that we spend more time on social media than ever before and we are consuming more content than ever before and we are the loneliest that we've ever been and so like i mean Mm -hmm. studies show we're the loneliest we've ever been and so i think people crave like the the community people crave like the People want to know and feel that there's a person behind the brand. People want to connect with somebody. They want to be a part of something. And so it's different now in that way because we all want that. And even big brands and like boring brands are realizing this and doing this. And like some really funny examples that I always think about and it's just silly is like Duolingo. Duo is like the owl. I don't, do you know what Duolingo is? Yeah, I do. Okay. So he's like the owl and he's super grumpy and he like gets mad at you if you don't practice <laughs> Duolingo. 
and like Jake from State Farm, Flo from whatever the insurance company is, Geico, like the get-go, like there's so many, yeah, 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 yeah. Flo with Progressive. So anyway, it's funny because they're all like insurance companies and I know we all hate those, but anyway, people are starting um, to do this. Threads came out. I feel like a lot of those big like chain brands have tapped into that. Like Wendy's is like one of my favorite accounts to follow on Threads. Right. No, they're so funny. And like Taco Bell, I think is like another funny mm-hmm. one. Like, yeah, yeah. All of these brands are like, okay, so we need to like, they're all understanding that they need to personify their brand. Like those brands don't have like a face necessarily, but they're like, we need to help people feel connected and we need to help our brands feel like it's a person, like somebody so maybe tweeting we don't or even necessarily or like have to show our face. I mean, maybe, I guess it's different because <laughs> we're personal brands, but like, do you think that there is a balance between like ways to sharing your personality without showing your face? And I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think here's, here's my thing. I genuinely think that you can do social media 1200 different ways and all the ways are right and all the ways can get you the results that you want. So, and also like anything that keeps you from doing the thing should be canceled for you. So like, if it's like, I literally cannot show my face, I will never do it. Okay, great. Like, don't not play the game. Like keep posting your photography, keep posting your artwork or whatever, right? So like, that's one side of it and then the other side is like you are a personal brand like when you show up it's a personal thing especially if you're a photographer Mm -hmm. you are going into people's homes you're photographing the most important day of their life their weddings their child um like all these like really intimate things and so or you know like huge family photography where like the family dynamics and like so it's just like it's a very personal thing and so in order to feel like they know you and trust you then the best thing you can do is to peel back the curtain and show yourself because otherwise you're just a stranger that has really pretty photos that's like showing up to their house absolutely and I would also say like from personal experience the very best advice I could give is like it's something you just have to practice And like, trust me, I'm the girl that was like hiding in the back of speech class. Like if you had told me even three years ago, I would have a podcast, I would laugh at you. Like I was as averse to this as you could be. And the only way that I'm doing this now is because I had my, like, I just kept showing up and putting in the time and practicing really. Yeah, totally. It really is like, I describe it like a, it's, it's like building a muscle or like I've gotten yeah. really into spin in the last couple of years and like, like indoor cycling. And yeah. like, I think about when I first started and I was so terrible and I was like, frankly scared to go. <laughs> like now I'm just like, it's a thing I do every day. It's no big deal. I don't even think about it. I can go when I'm sick. I can go when I have a lot of energy. I can go when I'm tired. I can go whatever. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal to me anymore. It's just like a neutral thing that I do. And like, that's how social media now feels to me. And I mean, there are times where I push myself out of my comfort zone for sure. And I'm like, oh, like I posted a meme a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, I never do memes. Like this, 
could be weird or awkward or whatever. And but but like it feels so much more comfortable now. And I think it's just like mm-hmm. the repetition of doing the thing and showing up and slowly it just your your body starts to like neutralize it. It and you don't have this like fight or flight or this anxiety about it oh yeah that's a, that's such a good way to describe it it's like just becomes neutral it's not yeah something that is like causing you to have panic attacks yeah. anymore <laughs> yeah we can yeah. help <laughs> no yeah it gets better for sure so let me see i'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit like okay <laughs> for people who have you know like these brands where they want to be sharing their work what are like some steps you could take or like maybe some techniques that you could recommend for like how do we start weaving our personal story and like our personality into like a feed that's just our work yeah what are the what are some like baby steps yeah one of the easiest ways is just stories because those feel really non-committal it feels I mean, they disappear in 24 hours. Yeah. Is it 12 or 24? I think it's 24. 24. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, they disappear. It's not a big deal. And also like stories are a really easy way to just like peel back the curtain and let people in a little bit because it's kind of like just giving them like an insider scoop. It's like MTV, like this is my crib. (laughs) It's like, Mm -hmm. look, like this is what I'm doing in my life when I'm not doing photography. And I mean, it could be really simple things that you don't even have to think about because it's stuff that you're already doing. So like I post myself going to spin in the morning, like it has nothing to do with my offer. I'm a social media manager. That's that has nothing to do with it. But it just helps people see like what I'm doing in my life and get some kind of like idea of who I am. And then like. I mean, you could be posting like your coffee order. Like, what do you order at your coffee shop? You could post like quotes that you like even, like not even your face on it, but just like things that inspire you where like people can get an idea of like, this is who this person is because these are the kinds of things that like they love. Mm-hmm. I think stories is like the, would be like the easier next step to just putting yourself out there more because like I said, it's just, something that disappears and it's not that serious and i would say like after that one one idea that's like pretty simple is just letting people in on your story as if you were like writing a book so like this is where i started as a photographer or maybe you didn't even know that you were going to be a photographer i went to school for i don't know elementary education And then I graduated and I realized that I don't want to do that because I actually just like being creative. And so I quit that. And then I started doing, I don't know, portraits for my, I don't know, for prom goers. I'm making something Yeah, I think this is like, I think every photographer needs to do this because most of us didn't start out like going to school intentionally wanting to get into photography yeah I think like we many of most of us have a story like that of like you know whether a friend asked us to shoot their wedding and we fell in love with it like I think that and it's also just like very fun for people to hear like yeah how you ended up where you are totally and it builds trust because people are like oh like um 
you know, this person landed for a reason and, and I feel like I know them and people buy from people that they feel they know or trust. I also think it like shows your passion for the thing you're doing too. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like it shows like, I don't know, like you made a choice to be here and there was a reason why you ended up there. You're here because you want to be here, not because like you had a really expensive I don't know, a degree or something. And you made yeah. that choice to stick with it and like follow these steps. Like, you no, know, you kept. Yeah, it's, it's, it shows just like, kind of like I said, like the passion behind what you do as well. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's an, that's kind of like a, a more simple one that you can do where like, and if you're nervous about like, oh, <clears throat> like the, I don't know, like, the writing portion of it or whatever, you can take like bullet points and put it into ChatGPT and say like, help me turn Mm -hmm. this into, I don't know, a two paragraph story or whatever. Like, so that's an easy one. Even like a progression of your photography. So like, I don't know, a photo of like when you first started, a photo from 10 years ago, a photo from yesterday so that people can see like the evolution of your photography. It doesn't always have to Mm -hmm. be a personal thing it can still be photography but there's some kind of like story aspect to it like I started here and then I went here and now I do this I think also like people like to see your mistakes and like peeling back the curtain like kind of showing like the messy parts to your journey yeah right like like I think that's why they love like before and after yeah, totally. A hundred percent. And like people love to see, um, I don't know, people love to see, yeah, like you said, like where, where you came from so that it, it inspires people because they can look at that and go like, oh, like this person wasn't always this like pedestalized thing that I've made them out to be or this like insanely talented photographer that I really look up to they started where I started or like, you know, their work used to not be amazing either, you know? And like it, it, I feel like it inspires people to just begin. Yeah. And like, I think you mentioned early, like you help, you help people or you help brands to like humanize brands. And that's like one way to humanize your brand. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, any, any more, like you have so many good tips. I just want to like keep picking your brain. Oh, can you, I know you're, you're doing something with close friends. You're opening up a close friends group or something like that. Can you tell us about that? Okay. So I don't have a close friends group, but I, it's funny that you say that because I think about it all the time. Like I'm always like, I should do that. I should do that. And then I never do, but I have like a, a creative it's like it's like a January challenge that that I have quite a few people in so it's just for January and it's just like the whole idea behind it is like create more than you consume because I think it can be really easy mm. for us to spend a ton of time consuming content and just like scrolling saving posts that like heaven knows we're never actually gonna like use <laughs> for anything I'm guilty of that <laughs> Oh, a thousand percent. I have so much stuff in here and it's not even organized. I mean, like my client stuff that I save for inspo is, but my stuff is just all over the place. And like, I probably will never use it. 
And so the whole idea behind it is just like post every single day, which is a challenge for me too, because I never do that. Mm -hmm. I only ever post like three to four times a week. So I would never have guessed that. Like if you had asked me, I'd be like, oh yeah, she's like, she posts every day. (laughs) I know. You you seem to be like very consistent with that. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like consistency is like this big square word. Like we're like, oh, like we're so scared about like, having to be consistent but it's more of like I was listening to a podcast a while ago and I forget what podcast but they were describing consistency as more of like a a rhythm versus like I don't know like a daily thing so like maybe consistency for for somebody is that they're posting one time a week but they never miss you know they post every Mm -hmm. one time a week and they never miss and then people grow to count on that they come they grow to expect that or maybe like you tell yourself you're gonna post six times a month but you don't care when you know but like you have this like rhythm of like every single month I post six times or whatever so for people who post less often like that do you think like it needs to be a specific type of content does it matter at all like what would you recommend for people that don't have to post every day but they still want to you know, like you said, be consistent in some way. Yeah. So one thing is like, I would always suggest having something in your stories as much as you can. So like, yeah, a lot of times I do take the weekends off. I just am like, I don't need to be on here on Saturday and Sunday. It's not my thing and each their own, but it's not, you don't have to post every day to be successful on Instagram. I never want anybody to think that. And so, but my reason for stories and suggesting like some kind of story going up as frequently as you can, if not every day, and it's kind of like your open sign to your business. Like when people go to your page, you may not have posted to your feed in like a month, but if there's something on stories, they know, okay, somebody's alive, they exist, they've been here, this account is active, right? Because if somebody goes to your page and you haven't posted in a month, but you also don't have a story up, then it's like, is anybody here? Are they still doing the thing that they do or no, right? So I would say like, try and do a story as much as you can, even if it's just one story. And even if it's just what I call like shit posting, which is literally just you posting like dumb stuff that has nothing to do with your offer. So like for, I went through a period of time when I first started posting and there were just days where I was like, I can't do this today. And I would just post like, I had like a monkey phase where I loved like baked monkeys and I would do that. And then I went through this like frog phase. And it's funny because people started sending me stuff like they're like, hey, I think you'll like this. And it was like just dumb like frog memes. So it doesn't always have to be like something serious and it doesn't always have to pretend you're offered. But as long as there's something there, people get a sense that like you're alive and and the account is active. And then if you can't post that often and you're wanting to post your feed, I mean, I would just ask yourself because you are not posting very frequently and because, because you're not posting very frequently, you want to be intentional about the stuff that you are posting. And so I would just say like, ask yourself what your goal is currently. Like, okay, my goal is to book more clients. My goal is to transition to newborn photography. My goal is to 
I don't build a community or whatever. So ask yourself what your goal is and then just move from there. So if your goal is to transition to newborn photography, then that one post a month or those two posts a month or whatever, making sure that those talk about newborn photography, you are either posting the newborn that you just photographed and maybe you haven't even done that yet, but you want to. And so you are like putting it in your captions like I have two newborn sessions open for February or putting in your stories like talking on your stories like hey you know like I know I've done weddings and I'm gonna keep doing that but I would love to blah 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 just putting it out there so that like yeah when you are on social media and when you are posting it is going to move you in the direction that you want to go yeah I love that idea of almost like setting your intention because then it makes it just like more clear it's it's less about like oh should I like recreate this trend or this trend like what's working for everyone else and more like what's gonna move me forward or like closer to my goal totally Um, yeah Yeah. that's really great advice and also back to stories like I would say I scroll stories more than anything else like way more than my feed or reels or anything like I'm scrolling yeah. through stories every time I open my phone. So I thought that um, advice of like just keeping that active and yeah. reminding people that you're open, open for business. Open for business, baby. Are you planning any more challenges in the future? No, but I'm feeling like I really <laughs> am inching towards close friends group because I just feel like energetically it would be really easy for me. And there's like so much stuff that I want to talk to people about, personal brands especially, that it's just long form stuff or it's really niche stuff. And so it's not something (laughs) that would perform well on, on my feed, but it's like stuff that I know would be really valuable to people. Right. So, yeah, I mean, just things like, like how how I work with clients and like how I don't know like business things and things around like how I'm creating posts and like what my reasoning is for posting a certain way or like content that's performed well and why or that kind of stuff that like it's not it doesn't really lend well to 30 second reels but it's still valuable stuff it's almost like behind the scenes for people who really want to see behind the scenes (laughs) right exactly just yeah. like exactly just behind the scenes so I think I'll do that and then I don't know if anybody listening is Salt Lake City area based people but I would assume some are because we yeah. talked about this earlier it's only four hours away but <laughs> we have an event coming up that has nothing to do with social media honestly but it's a Galentine's inspired market in Salt Lake it's gonna be so fun and oh I love that like an in-person market yeah 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 like an in-person market and there will be like a tattoo artist like somebody's going to do piercings like a tarot card reader like boutiques we'll probably have like that sounds so like yeah it'll be like vintage like a lot of stuff so what day is that just February 10th in Salt Lake yeah, February 10th in Salt Lake. So everyone which, go check out. If you're in Salt Lake, don't miss that because it sounds amazing. Yes. But you can find out my Instagram. Instagram for more. Yes. Fun. 
That yeah. Is, so so cool. it will be fun. We're going to wrap this up soon, Cassie. But I have one more question for photographers or service providers who feel like they're in like a saturated niche or, you know, they're just like struggling to like fight for clients. Like I saw this one photographer that I followed the other day. She posted like she just had her fourth client in like a couple weeks say that like they're going to go with someone else which breaks my heart like oh I hate that feeling but do you have any advice for like how to differentiate yourself even more when you're in a saturated niche yeah I think photographers come across this especially like in our area and then also like hairstylists like anybody in the beauty industry comes across this a lot and my answer to that is still just going back to personal brands because and building your personal brand around you as a person and your personality and your interests because yes there are going to be a million other wedding photographers and they're going to be a million other wedding photographers that say that they specialize in elopements or they specialize mm-hmm. in i don't know like organic like journalistic photography and capturing yeah special moments like right like they're right there's gonna be like so many other people that are also saying those things and it's not that those things are bad to say if that's what you're doing but it's just that like yeah it can kind of all start to sound the same so to take it like a step further yeah so i would just say like again coming up with the little ways that you can infuse you into your brand because the other answer to this, and probably an answer that somebody else might give, is that mm-hmm. you should really niche down so that the people that want to work with this very specific kind of wedding photographer will find you and they'll want to work with you over anybody mm-hmm. else. I'm like anti-niche. I understand it. I, I totally get it. And I would say what's more important, especially the direction that social media is moving, is letting your community and your following see and get to know you because people buy from people they trust and as a photographer like I said you're doing usually really intimate things with people complete strangers (laughs) and so if people feel like they know you or they feel like they connect to you or they feel that they see something in you that they see in themselves they're more to book with you and choose you over somebody else I can't even tell you how many times someone has hired me for like coaching or business consulting because they love gardening and I like I'm obsessed with gardening and I talk about it all the time like maybe not right now but in the summer I'm like talking about my garden all the time and that's like what made them like build that connection with me totally so like I have it can be so simple Right. It can be so simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. And I have friends who are in the same industry as me, other social media managers. And I think like when you're posting strictly like educational information or strictly just your work, it just people don't connect with it. And the people that don't know me that have booked with me either a a consultation call or like, yeah, just consultation in general, or like social media management, those people all have told me that they really liked the way that my social media came across. Like they liked that it felt kind of organic. They liked that it just sort of felt like, 
I don't know, natural. And it just sort of felt like, like low key, for lack of a better word. Like it's not because like, I, I don't post in my niche all the time. I post, I post my friend's cookbook club. I post my spin workouts. I post my puppy. We got a puppy. I post her. I post like funny reels of me and my boyfriend. And so people get an idea of who I am and it's a reflection to them of what they want because they want their social media mm-hmm. to feel like that too and so yeah like it doesn't have to be complicated it's stuff that you're already doing in your life I'm not going out of my way to like I don't know make my friends get together so that I can make a reel or whatever it's just like we're already <laughs> doing it it's already yeah. happening and so I might as well like turn it into content I might as well just share it with people and so yeah I think like yes the the industry can be saturated or whatever But ultimately, if you are doing social media with some kind of intention and you are being, I hate when people say like, just be yourself because I'm like, what does that even mean? But (laughs) like, but truly, like if you are just being yourself and you're speaking your mind and you're posting the frog memes because you think it's funny or whatever, like people connect with you and people will, people will want to book with you. People will want well, to. Even like what um, I, what I do with my content is I just like film my life, like film myself doing the things that I do. And then I can use that. And like, you know, I might create an educational reel, but it's like over a video of me, like making sourdough or something like that. I, it's like a way to like, kind of combine things. Yes, and, and make it easier no, to sorry. share who you are by just sharing the things that you're doing. Right, totally. Yeah, it's just sharing the things that you're already doing. And that's not to say that there's not a place for educational content and there's not a place for the beautiful photos and the sessions right. that you just did because there certainly is a place for all of that stuff. And like, what would your photography page be if you weren't posting your sessions or you won't, you weren't exactly like your work? People want to see that too. Yeah. Like, of course, people want to see all of that stuff. And it's just what I'm suggesting is maybe like once a week, depending on how much you're posting or twice a month, you just post with the intention that you're going to peel back the curtain a little bit, whatever that means. You don't have to show your family. You don't have to show your kids unless you want to. They're just like helping people feel like they know you. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Thank you for all these tips you've shared with us today. I'm curious, can you share more about like what you offer? And if you have like, if you're taking on new clients, how people could work with you? Yeah, so as I already mentioned, definitely come to my event on February 10th if you're selling. (laughs) And on next month, I'm thinking about or either... It'll either be February or March. We'll see. I kind of just do what I want, I guess. I'll probably do a close friends group. Two other things. So one is creative consultation calls. I had those and then I took them away for a little bit, but I randomly today decided to open them back up again. So they are calls that are just basically like really personalized to you that we can go over whatever you need to in regards to your social media and your Instagram. They can be like really strategy heavy, but they always turn into, not always, but most of the time they turn into being more about like energy and how to like build a sustainable presence on social media. So that's where they end up going. 
And then the last thing is I have space for one more client starting February for social media management, which is like full social media management strategy, like community management, like managing the DMs, coming up with all the content, the captions, everything. So yeah, I would love to take on a personal brand. Hit me up. Sounds great. I'll make sure we have the links to all of those things in the show notes. But also, where else can we find you? Yeah, I'm literally on Instagram. Instagram. I'm literally on Instagram. This is like, I'm a testament to the fact that like, you don't have to have like a really fancy website and you don't have to be on every social media platform because I don't do TikTok. I don't really do threads. I don't really do anything, but I don't have a LinkedIn. I literally have an Instagram account. I don't have a website. I don't do business cards. So that's, it's that simple. Find me on Instagram. At Cassandra Skyway. You get simple. Yeah. Sounds great. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Coming on the podcast and sharing all your wisdom with us. And we will definitely be looking forward to that close friends on your Instagram. That's for sure. Now I feel like I, this is good. This is some positive pressure because maybe I'll actually do it. You're going to, yeah, it's going to happen now because now we all want it and can't leave us hanging. Great. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye, Cassie. Thank you. Thank you.